0: You probably want to hear me, eh? Yeah, <laughs>
1: right,
0: So Sorry, I was trying to get my green screen all set up and but I didn't have camera. There we go.
1: No worries, I've got like one minute left on my video to upload for today and it's been a pain with the internet issues, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck man. <laughs>
1: Well, it's, it's bad because I'm not even in town, so I have to use, like, a mobile hotspot or anything like that to get internet. So that makes it a real fun battle.
0: You want to do this another time?
1: No, no, no. It's it's up and running now. I've got it running okay. now, so we're good. But
0: Whoa, man. Dedication to the craft.
1: Well, it's it's, like, just where I live because I'm outside of Slave Lake. We don't have any, like, land-based... Um, wiring for internet, yeah. so it's either satellite based or you have to go on to the TELUS hotspots, the mobile hubs, and that's what you have to use for our internet. So, our home internet is mobile based internet. Hold so, up. when everyone is on their so phone, our cloudy. internet just oh. <laughs> yeah, so between six and seven o'clock, I don't get I, I don't even bother trying to record a podcast because everyone's at home, everyone's watching Netflix, everyone's on their phone. Our internet is garbage.
0: Oh man, I feel that.
1: Oh, so how are you doing today?
0: It's been a week. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a week. It's, uh, Fridays are actually my first day of vacation. It's the day that, like not vacation, but my weekend. Yeah. My weekend, Friday, Saturday. So I'm kind of like doing stuff I enjoy today and taking time to do fun stuff and it'll be good.
1: Yeah, it's always you? it's always nice to have that kind of mellow time at the end. I'm on my ramp up for my week. So on the Tuesday, Wednesday weekend is my like, two days I make sure I schedule off. Um, so like yesterday was stock at the shop and that was that was fun it was a big restock for us
0: (laughs) that's good news though yeah because that means that you needed a big restock
1: well it was we were cycling out of a little bit of our older products so we were bringing the menu selection down and then updating it because with everything new that's coming out because you get that first quarter releases right in Alberta just so nice to see now that we're starting to get it but (laughs) it'd be nice if we had monthly releases
0: I feel that we used to get way more regular releases and now that they're on a schedule similar to the OCS only not quite so clear because at least the OCS they're like this is the date that the flower is dropping this is the date edibles are dropping Albert it's like hey here's your retail update here's what's coming up in two weeks and I know you might have placed an order for this product last week and you don't have it in stock yet but it's coming down in price before you get it in store but that's okay y'all.
1: Because you've already paid the full price.
0: <laughs> because you've already paid the full price, and now there's a six yep. percent extra markup.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's there's been quite a few complaints about that. They're seeing the well, we were getting we were getting these pre rolls for. It's like yeah, everything's getting hit with a six percent. Some just put it up before the actual mandate came through because they knew they were going to get screwed when the mandate came through. Like.
0: Never at a least dull I, moment in cannabis. Never a dull moment. At,
1: at least it seems like the other provinces have a little bit more of a guide with where they're going. Alberta's they don't. got that.
0: It just no? looks that way. I have talked to dispensary <laughs> owners in BC and in Ontario, and they're all like these people are not smoking weed, but they are definitely on something.
1: <laughs> I got that. <laughs>
0: okay, look, like, just just as an example. Let me take a moment to remind everybody that in BC, delivery was allowed for quite a long time. And then the government went and said, although retailers aren't allowed to use Uber or Skip, we're going to be using Fired Flowers Pineapple Express for and our store deliveries.
1: And- what? And-
0: you no! Know? You were the chosen one! You were supposed to get really <laughs> in place you had experts in selling weed who'd been selling weed for years for decades and y'all went and then this.
1: <laughs> oh and that pineapple express i have been hearing nothing but uh reports that it's a steaming pile that's that's all i've heard like especially like with like on high buds club with the bud tenders talking about it and, they're, and people in Ontario are complaining about it, it's like, hmm, if it's a nationwide brand and they're having that much issues and they've been doing it exclusively in BC already, like...
0: <laughs> oh, and behold.
1: It, it's, it's showcasing that, that big brand doesn't work in every single industry. It's got its, it's, got its place. I'm not going to say that it doesn't,
0: but... <laughs> let's be honest here we're talking about cannabis and cannabis is weird right because it's both an industry that has existed literally for millennia like we've been smoking dope for as long as we've been drinking beer and on this other hand we have this new industry it's not new it's always existed. The community's always been there. My father-in-law went to jail for selling weed because he thought he was doing somebody a favor and it turns out the guy was an undercover cop. You know, the community was just always about helping each other out and being out there and kind of like being counterculture.
1: Uh, it's, it's the supporting amongst every culture almost and being the counterculture that way.
0: Right? I mean, you can be from any country in the world. But as soon as you tell somebody, hey, you smoke, and they look at you, and they're like, smoke what? (laughs) They're like, my man, my homie, my person. (laughs) You
1: know exactly what's going on with them. Yeah, and it 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 gives you at least a a point to, if you have a disagreement with something, you can at least find that, that middle ground in, okay, this we don't agree with, but We can at least sit down and enjoy this right like is you can have that base of a community that expands out and has their own little hubs and it's amazing how vibrant those little hubs within the cannabis community are and how they don't necessarily fight amongst each other but reflect the benefits of one another like they they reflect the best of each other
0: well like for example i can give ryan from lake city cannabis a call and he's gonna tell me what works well for him. You know, I recently had an email exchange with Will from Peak Cannabis. And it's all about, hey, have you tried this? Has this worked out for you? What about this? You know, what did you think about or Andrea Dobbs from Village Bloomery out in BC? And she's like, So have you tried the CBC? And it's like, oh my gosh, yes, this, this, this. And and this is something that, you know. Being a guy you're probably, you probably, know, as view to, you don't have as much uh, visibility on. But as a woman in cannabis, I find that women tend to collect each other kind of like Pokemon
1: mm-hmm. and
0: will like collect these names. So March 8th was really, really cool, especially because uh, um, Allison McMahon, I'll probably saying her name wrong, had a list of 150 cannabis, like women in cannabis making noise out. And that was just phenomenal because I was able to catch them all.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's cool to see how supportive it is within the industry across the entire board. Like every subculture, like there's the women that get promoted amongst women and then just the community itself promotes that. And then there's the subcultures where it's like um, the people who have disabilities and are using it more for medicinal support you have huge there and then you have that kind of I, I don't want to say mirrored but similar approach with wounded warriors and people who are ptsd and more where i fall into the first response and treatment of yeah. that kind of and then you have like there's so much kind of and the, one the Venn the diagrams
0: next. the venn diagrams exactly. they just all overlap you know and we're all just this one big huge community and like you were saying we might disagree on a million things but at the end of the day we can both be like you know what let's spark up forget about it and just shoot the shit and just talk about something else
1: exactly you can spark up a joint and find a new conversation halfway through it like it's it gives you that ability to transition and not become so overwhelmed on a single characteristic it lets you just be more open to okay well They they don't agree with me on that, but that's one of how many thousands of things that they have an opinion on. Let's find one of the other ones that we have something either more entertaining of a conversation where it's like, oh, we can learn from one another or it's, huh, this is something we agree on and we can kind of grow this and dive into something potentially a massive opportunity, right? Like some of the greatest ideas come from people who you would never expect to work well together, work amazing together. (laughs) (laughs)
0: because you already have merch but i'm not allowed to sell merch yet i have to wait still because that part of the red tape reduction bill didn't go through but i'm still thinking about cool ideas
1: (laughs) i'm i've just got a little bit kind of building up and i'm i want to get more out there and get stuff like that out there where it's like the this the slangs and stuff like that because (laughs) the community has so many different weird and unique like just catchphrases is almost the best word. Membersil.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's what they want on Twitter right now. <laughs>
1: that the, the the medium vibes only from tabletop. I don't know why, but for it branding,
0: every day lead It's exactly what yeah. it wants to be. You know what? It's not quads, but you don't want to spend money on quads for every day. You know, trips are fine dubs you know you can take that it's it's making vibes. whatever it's yeah. good it's chill
1: well and what's funny is there's been times where I've picked up strains from there and the quality in that bag has been better than some of the trips or the quads that people have pushed and it's just because it's like oh either that strain is what I want or it's because they're putting out so much cannabis that we're picking up a bag I'll and it's less too. than a month old yes like like it's like okay yes like the Amsterdam and the Rotterdam from highly Dutch those ones we've had nothing but fresh bags come through our, really, our shop
0: that is good to know because I haven't brought them in because they don't talk to me much which is weird because my very first cannabis experience was in Amsterdam Yeah, but it's, I
1: uh, well if like highly Dutch T God all of those guys are the are the same big companies yeah. so
0: it's, and I'm not a huge Fan of T God? Is that bad to say? Because I'm from well, Montreal. I'm a huge fan of Moon Ring. Yeah. And Neptune's from Montreal.
1: So and what what T God have you tried? Because this is this is what I'm curious about. Because I've had I've actually smoked everything they've got out except for the two new exclusives. And they're so, very varying flavors.
0: I did try the uh, the Rotterdam way back when. So that
1: would have been the LA Con, like, most likely.
0: And see already LA Con is not a huge. Yeah thing for me um and are organic maple kush and i have to say bud appeal that is gorgeous like the bud is beautiful it is fluffy it is frosty it is exactly what i want to see the jar itself is a conversation oh. piece if you've never seen it um it's blasts which is always like oh thank you but it's you know they- i expected with maple kush for it to be sweet And then when I found out that it was mostly because of the molasses being replaced with the maple syrup, I understood why they called it, but all I got from it was kush.
1: So it's a Gorilla Glue cross into it. Okay. Yeah. like it's, and the maple kush was going to be one I recommended because it's like, it is for that really heavy, dense, dank flavor. Like the, we had a a customer coming to the store last night, actually, and they were looking for, an OG kush flavor. Yes, Comatose exactly. from 1964 was my number one recommendation. And that was my number two, because I, I give the maple kush a little bit more of a acidic and gassy touch to it just because of that Gorilla Glue in it. I found it had a little bit of a bite where it wasn't just that smooth, intense, heavy kush.
0: And talking about a diesel note that surprised me, because this one was actually done well, Redneck Wedding.
1: I haven't had a chance to try
0: that one yet. I was surprised because I'm not one for diesels. I prefer sweet flavors. I prefer citrus. Like if you give me the choice between Florida citrus kush or organic maple kush, I'm going to pick the Florida citrus because I like the citrus. Um, And the Redneck Wedding, it is a cross of trophy wife and wedding cake, I believe. So you get that like diesel leaf from the wife, but you get that nice sweetness from the cake.
1: Yeah, I, I would, that, the cross sounds really interesting. Quest just hasn't impressed me. Yep. Like, X, Y yeah, is the only yeah. strain that I can say hands down, they did amazing on, and I, I will promote that strain all day long. Yep. Everything else, it's been, yeah, it's nice.
0: I, I will say, like you know, take a look at Redneck Wedding.
1: I, I'll definitely it. give it a shot now, yeah. I'm hearing a lot, I'm hearing very similar responses to the ex-wife from the redneck wedding so that's why i'm like okay
0: well it's a similar lineage right yeah i think the same grower probably took care of both of those cultivars both of those phenos yeah.
1: well they could just have the rune set up so that those strains just they 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 grow the best there
0: i mean that's the thing right, right. you never know you, you going and visiting the lps i know it's and i you know i have a visit with partake coming up which is really exciting because GMO has been i've been surprised by their gmo i'm not a huge gmo fan and for the record i would like it to be stated it does not stand for garlic mushroom onion can we please stop that please okay that that was
1: california that was california that pushed that out but It was a really good branding to get that strain to blow up as big as it did.
0: But it tastes nothing (laughs) like garlic, mushroom, or onions. It's this beautiful, sweet, uplifting profile. and It's just this, like, beautiful, light green coloring.
1: Have you tried the Partake one?
0: This is the one that I am choking on right now. That is what is in my bowl right now.
1: And that's what's funny is I find the acidity from an onion and the richness from a mushroom on it
0: okay, and that yes.
1: like for me when i when i look at it at that approach that's okay, how i yes. see the appeal right
0: yes i can see that and that is actually something i've always appreciated about the right of the leaf podcast videos how you go into the detail of all the different fled layers to this day i have not found a better way to explain basho punch <laughs> No, because and pasio is such a great example because it goes through like a completely different set of flavors.
1: It's transitional.
0: It's super transitional. And I love those cultivars because like you, I triple test. I test mm-hmm. in the barn. I test in the paper. I'm a raw girl. I love my raw papers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw that little thumbs up. <laughs>
1: it's, it the, I, I Raws, For me, there's like people who smoke raw elements. The vibes I'm finding are really great quality too when you get a hold of them. Um, And then the OCBs, anything other than that, I just haven't found consistent quality from. Those four, if you like the way the paper burns and the way it smokes, you've got it consistent from whatever size you go to. That's the
0: thing, right? And I mean, just, I've always smoked raws whenever my husband would have to pick up a zigzag whenever we'd have to pick up a zigzag we'd be like "Oh, it's a lot of people don't realize just how important paper is and to the point where you can sell pre-rolls in Canada and not tell people what kind of paper you're using or what kind of glue you're using like what the fuck
1: (laughs) like I would I would just love to see that on there like 100% that would make me happy because like we're, we're starting to get customers who are picky with their papers. And oh,
0: yeah, if you're not a cigarette smoker, if you quit smoking cigarettes, you do not want to smoke lumber paper. Well, I mean the, yeah, the,
1: the amount of people who also don't realize that the physical weight of the paper, the paper is weighed differently. And the weight of the paper affects the burn rate of it. And there's certain people who want a slow burn. And there's certain people who want to fast burn. So we could technically be having two totally different categories of joints.
0: But at the same time, depending on the flower, you'll want to use a different kind of paper. You know, exactly. if my paper is super moist, I'm gonna go for my elements. If my paper's super dry, I'm gonna reach for my thick gizzes.
1: Yeah, exactly. You, know? you need that extra heat to be able to. That's and, and that's the biggest thing is the paper, the speed that it burns by itself is the exact opposite of the way that it burns when it's rolled because the all the paper is doing is providing the heat for the cannabis to actually combust so if you have a thicker paper it's providing more heat you're allowing to combust more of the cannabis at one time so you're drawing more in you're going to burn faster so that's why when you see the slow burning papers they're thin they're rice the like the uh, new organic hemp blacks from raw they have for expert rollers on there there are ultra thins like yeah it's supposed to be like calyx's only type of paper you're rolling with those because they're that thin i haven't gotten my hands on them but i'm really interested to see what that that is because i love the blacks so
0: and i love how nerdy we can get on this stuff it's like and then you get into blunts and in, in canada we're not allowed to have tobacco blunts so what do we talk about we talk about hemp blunts yeah. we talk about you know and king palms take haha the palm there
1: oh i king palms are are really enjoyable but oh, if
0: you can okay. get we have a, a really
1: if you can get a really good quality hemp wrap that's unflavored like a natural hemp wrap and roll it in more of, like, for me, a little bit of a heavier cone to where it's got that, like, thick cigar tip at the end. That burns for, a, that's like sitting down at a fire. We're sitting down for 45 minutes. I'm smoking that like a cigar. I'm sipping on it. The, the palm wraps, they're a little bit more of a, hey, we've got a sesh. Let's grab a pack. We're packing yeah. up five for everyone. It's a it's little bit more of that convenience and quick where the blunt for me is, the experience the full kind of
0: fair enough I like that
1: different different tools for a different approach right and that's
0: different tokes for different folks exactly which is definitely going to have to be on you know either one of your one of my teachers
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh there's there's endless possibilities with the shirts that can come out that's the fun part about it like this with with this industry the amount of people that come in and interact and are able to throw just these unique approaches to not only consuming the plant but what they do while they're consuming and weird shit that they say (laughs) while they're doing the other two because that last one is usually where the most entertainment comes
0: (laughs) oh my god like so anybody who follows (laughs) us on instagram um i get a lot of compliments on our instagram and one of the biggest sources of content are literally the texts I send to my social media manager at like ten or eleven o'clock. One of my favorite being a one o'clock series of texts that I sent this poor woman about how if we sold cannabis like if we sold apples the way we sell cannabis.
1: Oh uh, yeah! Could you imagine?
0: Could you that's... imagine going to a grocery store and all the. Ca- all the apples are just blacked out. You can't see an apple. Heaven forbid you say the words, an apple a day oh, keeps the doctor away. Yeah. Oh my God, stop.
1: We've got the fruit power wall behind the counter. <laughs> Hugo's got to fetch, fetch us our bananas or plantains and hope he doesn't fuck up because somebody can't handle that extra starch of the plantain.
0: And also all the boxes are exactly the same right so good freaking luck picking that right or when you're ordering not ordering the one gram and making sure you always order the one and a half because of course right now i have two products that are exactly the same two different sizes, and i what am i gonna do with this
1: yeah it's <laughs> yeah come in hunting for the highest vitamin a and vitamin c levels <laughs> <laughs>
0: the highest sugar content. Exactly. So, probably the highest sugar content based on three <laughs> apples you picked. And <laughs> test to lab right when they're at their peak. Contrary to how they are now six months after sitting in the warehouse. Yep. Best fucking luck.
1: Oh, well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that with the transition to, like, the Grove and the autocure bags that are starting to make their way to the LPs, that it's going to get better because... The nice thing is, is that with those bags and the cures going well, they could hopefully bag it at day 60 in the cure, and it'll cure continuously throughout. That, that would be, to me, optimal.
0: I love how optimistic the cannabis industry is.
1: Well, if, if there's enough of us making noise...
0: Maybe (laughs) You know what? That is something, I don't know if it's my bias, I don't know what it is, but I have been feeling that a lot more people are making noise about the right thing. We're starting to hear, you know, hey, you know what? Maybe THC isn't everything. It's like, yes. Or I'll be talking to LPs. It's starting. I didn't say we're there yet. I said we were starting. I still get 90% of people asking me, and you know this, what's your highest THC?
1: Yeah, what's your highest THC and your best price point?
0: Yes! We got it, baby. (laughs) And then they're looking at your sativa page and you're like, what are you thinking? Oh, Oh, I get anxiety if I smoke too much weed. No, you get anxiety (laughs) if you smoke a specific type of weed in too high quantities.
1: Or, oh, the other one. Yeah, there's certain weed that just, they don't, it doesn't make me feel well. It bothers my stomach. And I'm like, immediately I go, is it usually something that's a little bit more likely in the evening? Yeah. Do you have a sensitivity to lavender? Yeah. You need to avoid linalol. What? What? It's like, like two questions. Most people, you can figure it out. Do you have a sensitivity to lavender? And was this plant meant for you to go to sleep? If both of those are yes, you probably have a sensitivity to linalol and you're probably giving yourself minor reactions Pepper. to the terpene. Yeah. You like, need to. It's the same with the people who have issues with citrus fruit. They can't go into the limonene. They Let's have to be for
0: cautious. Look for like, terpeniline because that'll give you that similar flavor citrusy profile and give you that nice uplifting sensation. Exactly.
1: Uh, like, like, and that's and that's so, the so, thing is once you learn that, you're able to pick the plant that does the best for you and it could be doing it at 16%. <laughs>
0: I smoked a 13% flower and still got high. It's possible, man.
1: Oh, I start my day off with between 13 and 16. I fu- I I like to function you between don't... 18 and lower with the exception of about if I'm sticking with a singular string. Like yeah. I was going I decided to smoke Maple Kush all day. That's at 23%. But I'm smoking because it all, all day. All
0: day you maintain that sense of like evenness and if you want to get that like super high feeling later, well, you just pop a little bit of CBD in the middle of the day and then your body goes back to homeostasis.
1: Exactly. Or I just grind up something different and I get that rush from that one. It's brand new. Little cross, right? Like
0: a little salad or whatever. I I find vapes, I find vapes, especially disty vapes, are better for re-ups. So you're starting to feel that you're coming down a little bit or if people use it maybe for I don't know if I'm allowed to say this because it's a podcast and I'm not in store, but maybe for pain relief. Oh, have you I. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I talk, I talk about it on
1: my reviews. Like I'm AGLC can, uh, can shove their restrictions on what we can talk about on here right up because like, this is, this is meant for bud tenders to learn. Right. And if we can't there talk freely about it, they're not going to learn. The consumers aren't like, there's stuff we Can't on educate here. The
0: bud tenders. If we can't, we can't educate the consumers if we can't educate the butt tenders. And
1: if the oh. consumers are are checking this out too, I would if we can give them direct knowledge that they can go in and talk to the bud tenders and go, hey, I watched this and learned about it. Is this correct? The butt tender can go, mm-hmm. That's <coughs> we can't or, tell you that uh-huh. information, but we can <laughs> confirm, we can deny, we can go, yeah, that's a good resource.
0: Like, in my experience, this has proven to be true. Like, um so yeah, so for people who use cannabis for let's put it this way, I use cannabis for paint some days. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't necessarily want to be hitting flower all day. I'll take a little disty hit and that'll just put me where I need to be to be able to keep going. And then the effects of the disty are not gonna last as long as the effects of flower.
1: There so, it's it's that nice little that rush, right? It gives you that the the best the best way i found to describe concentrates just as a broad spectrum and hash i don't really consider moon i don't really consider because this falls more into flower concentrates which should be separated um same with rosin rosin is a little bit more of that that hybrid of the two but actual bho concentrates anything along those lines they're the desserts of my cannabis experience they are Meant to a little
0: cherry on the top of the bowl. Exactly.
1: It's the cherry on top of the bowl. It's the, oh, I'm going to just drop a stupid fat dab because I want that 15 minute rush. And I, like, okay, let's do it. Or I just want that flavor explosion to complement what I'm smoking.
0: Your point, RAS is going to be a completely different experience because to make that one gram of RAS, especially if it's a live RAS, we're talking about 20 kilos of biomass. Uh twenty grams rather. I'm not that crazy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Less people go to dispensaries. Isn't true? No, it's not. That person was high, probably. But <laughs> twenty grams of biomass for that one gram of live ros. And somehow mm-hmm. the equivalency is still one gram to two.
1: It, yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> and and the effects of the rosin are gonna be different because you get a lot more of the full flower experience. Because There we go. What, what a lot of people don't understand with the concentrates is when you're doing BHO or anything like that, you're stripping it from the actual plant where with the raws and you're heating it and you're putting pressure on it. And when you're heating it and you're putting pressure on it, the flat, the fats and the lipids of the plant are still going to seep through. And with those, with THC, CBD, cannabinoids and terpenes are, are actually starting to be found to be highly fat soluble. You get a higher concentration of the, Micro and mono based cannabinoids, terpenes, flavonoids, all of the great and glorious things that give you that full rounded experience coming with the rosin, where the BHO and distillate is even worse because you're distilling a specific molecule to pull out and then adding everything back at the end. And the flavors that are going to, yeah, exactly, adding, <laughs> adding what you want back at the end. And the flavors that they're doing are likely going to change because it, It's going to have restrictions that it has to be plant-based terpenes coming so that,
0: like, there's there's so much with it. In fairness, in Canada, LPs have been LPs on the regulated side of the market Mm -hmm. have been using terpene derived flavorings, botanicals, flavonoids. (sighs) So we're not going to be seeing much of a difference on that side of things. Um, But Botanically derived terpenes are great for flavor. Mm -hmm. Distillate carts to me are always just THC plus flavor, you know, and that's great for some people and some people love them. But as soon as somebody comes in and they're like, Oh, I got this vape. It did nothing to me. My first question is you're a flower smoker or you were a flower smoker and they're like, yeah how'd you know and I'm like because what you need what you're looking for is that full flower experience Mm -hmm. so try this Roz this is the words you're looking for in your carts
1: so have you tried the I know figure does it but the quality is subpar with those cartridges in my opinion um there is the turp based experience from sticky greens the fruity O. have you tried that one
0: I have not tried the Fruity Right now, the sticky greens that we carry is the Rudy B.
1: That one is delicious. I, 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 I'm, a <laughs> big, I'm a big fan of sticky greens. I'm not, uh, there's no reason I love sticky to
0: greens. Match.
1: The quality, Motif Labs on the distillate side of things does an amazing job. Feather, box hot. I can only imagine what the uh, fluorescent is going to be like because the, the heavy duty Fruity, we move nothing but that cartridge on the half gram like it is crazy how much heavy duty fruity from fluorescent we move and it's the the same motif labs distillate
0: they motif has their distillate down pat but no in our area the big movers are the verse carts
1: really wow that south end edmonton that's interesting that that would move so much of the verse base. Is it the Killer Kush Live Resin Whoa. or the Distillist? The Distillist Whoa. really? What? Wow.
0: They don't see the feedback we get from our customers is that with the devices with the batteries that we sell, they don't clog. Uh, and
1: I think that that's quality?
0: that. Maybe? I mean, it's the Yokan. Um, no, we sell the, Look, we have lost too many fucking Distillate battery pens. <laughs> sell expensive ones. All right? No, we, we, I refuse. Wait. I refuse.
1: Oh, I think I've got it in the other room, but I'm still rocking a battery from three years ago. I've still got my original 510 battery.
0: I hate you right now. I hate you right now.
1: Okay? Like, I, I, I have, I think I've, I've only lost one battery and it was after it died on me. Like it like the bat the button stopped working on me?
0: You're not allowed to do that. That's not (laughs) fair. You know, I have lost too many batteries. Anyways, so I'm actually rocking a Toki because I'm really, really hoping that I'm not gonna be losing that, but otherwise we sell the yokans and the verse work well with the yokans. What do you want me to tell you? Um even though the blueberry guava doesn't have a flavor. Hmm. So People have literally come in and told me it tastes like plain oil but the effects are great and it doesn't clog.
1: I, I'm a big fan of their Tropic Lemon but any of the other ones I just haven't mm-hmm. been surprised by
0: no. or like, because it's like all very really similar. impressed.
1: Yeah, exactly. The, the experience was similar and the flavor just wasn't there but that Tropic Lemon was explosive. It was what? so good and it was the first one on the market with that kind of M- and explosion also, in your mouth
0: it was one of the first on the market that came out with a 0. 0.3 format under 15 bucks yep and i mean when you're in between paychecks
1: we move those it's quite a solid a bit.
0: grab it's a solid grab
1: monday through wednesday while we're waiting for stock up those move quite fast <laughs> but wednesday thursday friday is big payday around here so it's also monday Tuesday is hurting for money
0: yeah and then we but then we see the apes moving oh my god those platinum grapes do you still have some left
1: from Organicraft? Organicraft? no we haven't we got them in and then we haven't brought them in for a while they they did well but we don't um we found that once we brought them in like a third or fourth time they didn't move as fast okay but with where our store is located, we're in a small town. So we literally have to service every kind of subcategory within the industry. So our three and a halfs have to cycle through because the people who are buying them get tired of them really quick.
0: And that's something that I find super weird. Like you'll have these two kinds of customers, one kind of customer, they can toke the same thing for years and years and years every once in a while they'll change it up but usually they'll go from like a pink kush to a death bubba and back and then you have other people who are like every week a new eighth every week and we discover new things and it's just so like it's fun
1: oh we've we've got oh are we closer to a dozen of them now i would say probably closer to a dozen different people who come in and they'll drop between $175 to $300 on pre-rolls and just stock up on one grams, two, two packs, three packs, four packs, and literally buy almost an ounce worth of pre-rolls every single week or twice a week. they has been an oil field money <laughs> and they have no, all right. talk-
0: I, like all I can think is y'all a rolling machine is going to cost you at most $10
1: that's on top of the rolling machine and the ounces they come and buy for the standard. You, I, Hey, the, I have customers that I see on the daily at a 50 plus dollar purchase and either pre-rolls three and a half. Like I, there are customers that I come in and I I'm, com- I'm continuing a conversation for like four, 14, 15 days we've had now. And it started the end of last month.
0: Oh my God. Like, like, I guess all those people in our town go to value beds.
1: Well, that's where it's us in fire and flower. And we have this oh God, like, definitely
0: going to go to Boreal like,
1: <laughs> like that's, and it's in fire and flower. They, they serve their purpose. They're right by Walmart. They're convenient. They're on the highway. They stock what needs to be stocked to move there. I I appreciate the retail service that they provide for town because It it increases the quality of the customer that comes to to Boreal, which may sound bad, but I would rather have the customer that comes in and spends 15 minutes talking to me and learning about the product, than spends 15 minutes arguing with me about why the fuck is this half gram, $10 in the two pack eight? Well, it's because that was grown under a light in a warehouse and that was grown in quality. That half gram is going to blast you. It's going to leave you rocked for hours. Those, you'll smoke both of those and you'll be, yeah. it was all right.
0: Even though the numbers might seem to indicate a different story.
1: Mm-hmm. I would I would rather deal with the customer who's like, oh, so what's, what's a good eight that you have? And then what's something that you think not quite great, but is a better price point? Oh, well, that's a conversation where it's testing my knowledge. It's testing the ability awesome. to kind of find what you like
0: exactly because it's not just because we have we don't only have one or two value options but we have different value options for different purposes
1: and price points when you come in
0: and price points when you come in but at the same time there is nothing on my menu i would not smoke you might spend a little bit more for your eighth here than at another store but I will be able to tell you how that eighth is going to react with you. Yep. And it's probably going to be a fresher eighth than that other store.
1: Yep. And that's like, if I haven't smoked the three and a half gram or whatever we have in, I've smoked something similar enough to it that I'm at least able to, or I understand the lineage so I can go, Yes. Okay, you can go, it's going to give you something like this, something like this. I don't know exactly. And I, I will literally say this lineage will give the, let's go with the Cold Creek Kush because it's got that chem dog and it's got that real night. Nice, of course, I say that my I can't pull the Indica strain on this, um, this. Is that an MK? Is it an MK Ultra? Yes. Yes. I'm pretty sure it is the MK. But you can describe it based off of the chem dog experience you smoked and the MK experience. And Only it's give,
0: the Indica chem dog, not the Sativa chem dog. Exactly. Because that's chem dog and not chem dog
1: exactly and that throws people through a <laughs> whole loop <laughs> and it's my
0: mind was blown when i found out that death star uh, that death bubba was actually death star bubba and i was like
1: yeah death star crossed with bubba kush and
0: and it if is i get headaches from star from star products or star mm-hmm. cultivars, so finding that out, I was like, so that's why I don't enjoy it because it gives me that like mild pressure on the head. Which yes, and this is amazing. You can ask somebody, do you get weed headaches? And people who don't will be like, huh? And people who do will be like, that's yes. what happened. That's what happened. It's like,
1: well, I, I've had people comment on some of my videos. They go. Dude, the headache's not from the weed. It's from you smoke it too much too quickly. I'm like, it's different.
0: No, it's the there's, weed.
1: There's, there's terpene weed headaches, and then there's I smoke myself into a headache.
0: You know the difference. I mean, like, one bowl, you get a headache. It's not moving out.
1: Or I can feel it building. Every the single Romulan. smoke and that's, what's funny is the Romulan doesn't hit me like that. The Romulan, the Romulan is right here. It's all, it is all ear based pressure for me. It's like these headphones, but just squeezed and it's, it's actually comforting. (laughs) Like it, like, it's, it's not like somebody boxed my ears kind of pressure. It's more like that almost like when you're a kid and you're getting hugged and you got the arms around you like grandpa's giving you a hug and your arms are the, the arms are getting squeezed around your ears that bear hug it's that kind of comforting pressure it's weird really? how it settles in like that but exact. but if i spoke too much of it it drills through and it feels like i've got a beam through my head
0: yeah. <laughs> feels like i'm MS- steve
1: martin with the arrow through the head right like <laughs>
0: That's what you mean
1: and the thing is, I can make re- references well out of my age range because I like watching shit like that. So we're gonna keep doing it.
0: <laughs> oh my god! Next, we're gonna be talking about airplane. Oh.
1: <laughs> Just don't call me Shirley. <laughs> oh
0: my god! So here's oh. a question for you. A really big, important question, and it's very polarizing. Is it terps or peens? <laughs> this is a serious I, question, Trevor. I,
1: I always go with terps. Terps is my okay. go-to because terpenes well, is like it just it, it makes sense to me.
0: Uh, but
1: I come from the forward- I come from the medicinal <laughs> side, so. Root words and structural words make a little bit more sense to me. I'm used to looking at bottles of medication going, what? the huh And then going, okay, I recognize those five letters. I blocked that. Oh, I recognize the other six. I, Oh, this is meant to keep your blood pressure from shooting through the roof.
0: Oh Have God, you been taking this? Like no.
1: Yeah, it's like, exactly. Are <laughs> you, uh, have you been taking this? No. That's probably why it feels like you've got a nail squeezing through your brain probably why blood pressure's at 200 medication would help with this
0: the medication you were prescribed for this purpose might help with this <sighs> <laughs> no I think you just needed another puff there that that clean air is not enough I <laughs> was PTSD right oh
1: that, that was I was just sitting there like oh good old EMS <laughs> And what's sad is that's the majority of, I
0: know, I know. Oh. I was, um, I was very present for my mom's end of life. And one of the things that we caught a lot as comments, because my aunt and I would actually keep track of all the medications my mom would take and at what time on a piece of paper, you know, and they would look at us and they'd be like, are you in healthcare? Do you understand how amazing this is? <laughs> if you
1: go somewhere and they hand you a sheet and you look at it and you go, is this correct? This has a date of <laughs> yesterday. Is this up to date? Yeah. You go to the you go to the patient, and you go, are you taking these medications? And you just ask them by medication. Yep, yep. At this time, yep. I don't have to do my job. Let's ju- let's just visit. And taxi you to the hospital. That's what I want to do. Let, let me just sit there and hear about your grandchildren while I do my paperwork and watch your blood pressure. Like, I, I don't want to have to hunt down whether you're taking your meds or not. Like
0: <laughs> You know, completely unrelated, but it's why I encourage people to journal what they're consuming when they consume weed. Yep. I'm like, you know, if you come to our store, <sighs> I will give you a journal or you can buy one. But, you know, and just keep just write down the name of the product and the brand because fuck me if we didn't have seven shishka berries in the market at one time yep. um
1: <laughs> where are you i'm trying to get to my updated ones
0: <sighs> yes that's that is, what i like to see that is
1: my video breakdown for the strains that is fucking and beautiful. that's the 510 and that's the flower
0: that's fucking beautiful
1: Right. And And that's, that's for the video and it just gives, but I can go and reference the video and see exactly what I'm doing. So I have the benefit of that.
0: And further you're going to be looking at it from a very different perspective than the average consumer, the average consumer, somebody who isn't like you and me, just write the name of the product, write the name of the brand rate it out of 10. We can then backtrack and figure out what were those turkeys? What was that lineage? What worked well? Why did it work well?
1: Well, I think it was Sundial that released those booklets that had the actual breakdown. And I, I, I want to find some way to get something like that out for bud tenders to have as a reference. So that whether it's watching reviews and being able to make a point of reference booklet, And then having a side where it's actually their own reviews yep. and then have something built for the consumer, because I'm seeing huge need for it. And at this point, a written book would be huge, but an app where you're able to track it and like share it on, on your social media, just to go, Hey, I like this. This is what I liked about it would be huge.
0: But you know, and that's what I think Gandhier tries to do, but then Gandhier charges you like $2,000 to do it. At the same time, I'm not saying it's not worth it. I'm just saying that for the hobbyist consumer, that's that's not really doable. Even I have a hard time justifying it. And I'm in the industry and I would benefit immensely from being a a cannabis sommelier. I would love to really deep dive. This is how you isolate that terpene. I'm starting to do that. I can do it with five out of the six major terps, you know? But linalool and terpen- uh, limonene and terpenoline still throw me for that loop. I have a hard time telling them apart on a blind test test.
1: And it's, it for me, a lot of, um, a lot of like my flavor approach to building this, because I haven't done any of the sommelier trait. I want to, but I, but I haven't. My biggest thing right now is like, okay, since I haven't done it, what's the best thing that I can do to build it up? And I I remember talking about this with Mike on the first podcast is expanding your palate in other regions, yeah. going and expanding what you eat for flavors. Like legitimately, if you're working in the garden and you got dirt and you've never tasted dirt,
0: time to taste dirt,
1: stick your tongue on it. And I'm not kidding. It's not going to kill you. Have some water, gargle, spit, problem solved. Right. That is earthy. You will get an idea of what that's like if you and the with, good
0: news is with stuff like earth you only really need to taste it once yeah
1: most <laughs> people do it when they're four or five six
0: some and when we've they're
1: 12. some when they're 16 some forcefully when they're 20. It, it all depends on what's going on but
0: man there's a story behind that <laughs> 21 man
1: <laughs> oh plenty of ems stories to go into Plenty of wrestling on White Ave to go into while I've got called in. So, yeah, and I know that's the go. only reference I need to make. And you know, exactly. Well, mo- most people in Alberta will know what White Ave is. And if you don't, that, that it's the sure. Bar Rodeo Ground of Edmonton. Best place. It's got a beercade and it's right near the University of Alberta Hospital. So when they release <laughs> the soft rooms, White Ave is where they're headed.
0: It's also where the Wee Book Inn is, which is you know a store I really love. So,
1: they, like I, not shitting on White Ave. It's just after nine thirty, if you got kids,
0: I, I'd get White out Ave. of there.
1: Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. get out of there. Pay for your meal and and move along to West Edmonton Mall because it's a little bit safer. Not much, but a little bit. <laughs> There's at least cameras in the mall. Sure.
0: sure. <laughs> Let's go with that.
1: Oh, there's everyone's cell phone. So there's that for you.
0: Like that <laughs> does anything.
1: It's Instagram famous. <laughs> <laughs> you could be like one of those many people that either dive into the pool or. That one Yahoo that went through the Cinnabon roof. That's still the best video I've seen when they jumped through that jumped off that second story and went through the Cinnabon roof right by that water.
0: Because why the fuck not? Yep. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> um <sighs> Sorry, I'm completely drawing a blank as to what we could- I'm- I'm just- (laughs) That just completely took off! You know, humanity is unbelievable. I have a hard time believing humanity does have the shit it does. And you know what I think my biggest problem is right now? Is that I need to fill up my bowl. Keep losing my shit in a series of small fires. <laughs> well, Alright, so who are some of your favorite psychedelic artists?
1: Oh. Like, on the music side of things, I I listen to a lot of John Bellion. Like, yeah. that. that is one that people will either know who he is or you they won't. And it is he's really really into producing a lot of um a lot of songs like he's got a lot of hits out with um like Katy perry justin bieber like a lot he's written a lot of their music recently yeah i'll uh, pull it up
0: yeah no post the link on the on the youtube video man
1: (laughs) it's just i'm just pulling up um what was it? Yeah, so Eminem, Bieber, Drulo, CeeLo Green, Halsley, Camila Cabello, Selena Gomez, Max have all been featured on uh, John Bell- Bellion's bass music. Yeah. He's all written their stuff. He does a lot of music.
0: Well, that's a fun playlist to build up.
1: Oh, yeah. it's um, He's got one on Spotify. It's GSP, so it's Glory Sound Prep is... Uh, the name of the album, and it's got two pieces of it, and it is great. Listening from that one from start to finish is really good, but he's got a specific song on there. It is um, w- uh, Woodstock. That one for Psychedelic is really, really interesting.
0: Mm. It's got some
1: really cool riffs on it. But music-wise, I've got like my right of the leaf playlist where I've just, it's essentially just music that I listen to either at the shop or just while I'm smoking. And it is at, where are we? Right of the leaf sesh is at 30 hours right now and 27 minutes worth of music.
0: <laughs> See, that's amazing. Cause then people come to the store and they don't hear the same song twice.
1: I don't hear the same song, but, Oh, I, I know the music. You do, you do. You but, know what's
0: on your playlist. You even know what's coming up next if you haven't hit Shuffle.
1: Oh, I I, I have to hit Shuffle. It's got 503 songs on this playlist, and I continuously am adding to it. And it is a range from Wheeler Walker Jr., I Like Smoking Pot a Lot, to Maya from Rhapsody, Little Hobo Johnson, Sunreal, Kid quill like rainbow kitten surprise like there is all kinds of artists on here ruxton kelly snoop
0: you know that this is going to be coming on the store at some point right like this is going to be playing at daikoku probably monday
1: i'll I'll have to send you the link for it because like it is yeah it is ranged and there's there's some on there where you're like what
0: the fuck my dude i listen to anime opening theme songs that's what's on my plate <laughs> oh yeah, One that was big three.
1: That was literally I was, I got into it, I got to the end of where Netflix carried it, and then I found uh a place where I could stream it. I started streaming. I'm like, okay, the app, and then I just got started hit nailed with ads on it, and it just became this ad spam. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I couldn't watch it, and that popped up right after Christmas, and I'm like. I don't think I bought myself a Christmas gift this year. Thank you. <laughs> Took three weeks to get here and I'm slowly, I started from episode one and I'm working my way through.
0: <laughs> I honestly have to say that I prefer Shippuden to Naruto. So you have a lot of good stuff coming oh, I up.
1: I got halfway through Shippuden and it is glorious. It is, it is. Naruto is good. It is a bat. Like I could watch the Naruto, the original one, on repeat when yeah. I'm doing stuff. Yeah, like it is one of those ones where it's like the music, the like it is just paced so well that you don't need to pay that much attention once you know the story. Yeah, that you can just hop kind of in and out. The fight scenes are great. They're not animated as well as as Japanese, well, but they're great. No,
0: but that's because there's like how many years between the exactly. two, and then Naruto. Like Naruto became one of the big three. And exactly. then it was able to justify those artists it, for Shippuden.
1: Exactly. So, and you get all of those fight scenes again reanimated in Shippuden. Like, yes. and, and for me, the final fight scene with that transitional, I want to watch that second to finishing the games. Because I yeah. heard that the final for, for the Storm 4. Is better than the anime's final, and that's the reason why I want to play the games from start to finish. Is and it's purely because they have the budget. Do you do the movies too? I I watched through the movie like I did canon and non canon. I watched everything in um, order up to that halfway point.
0: Oh my god! Of did. like yeah. I I'm
1: I'm a I'm the type of personality where if I read the back of, cover of a book. I find it. I, it's enjoyable. I bring it home and I realize, oh, this is book three of that series. I put that book on my shelf and I order the first two books and I read it from, from start. Whether you they s- say you need to or not, I, I have need to. to. If right. I'm going to watch, like, if I'm going to watch a series, yep. we're starting from one. Oh, yep. le- like, my girlfriend when she wants to watch, like, oh, let's watch Harry Potter. Okay, let's start off with the first one. Well, we We've already watched through it this year. It's like, it's been six yeah. months. We haven't I watched through it. You know. Yeah. We, we need sure. to start the story fresh.
0: <laughs> um, you know, completely unrelated and not anime at all, but something I think you'd enjoy if you haven't picked it up yet. Uh, Matt Dinneman's dungeon crawler, Carl, the end of the world is going to be televised. Really? So uh, there's a subgenre called lit RPG. Basically, it's uh, literature as RPG books. Ooh. Um, So Interesting. And and in Dungeon Crawler Carl, aliens have now taken over the planet. They have killed 90% of the people. Everybody that was indoors is dead. Only the people who are outdoors are alive. And you have to make your way into the dungeons and survive. The audiobook is absolutely phenomenal.
1: Oh, what is that audiobook?
0: Uh, So, it's Uh, uh, the narrator is Jeff Hayes. And one of the really cool things that their studio does is they do cold reads. Oh. So you actually see the narrator reading the book for the very first time.
1: That's interesting.
0: It's like, so don't turn Carl to Carl. Carl is a Caucasian dude who's been smoking for 10 years. You know, that really deep, gritty voice. And then oh. you have, and when you finally meet the narrator, he's this skinny Asian looking dude who, you know, you wouldn't expect to be almost soft spoken. And then he starts talking in this like grisly voice or he, prote- he uses one of his female voices. And you're like, how is this all the same person
1: <laughs> oh that's that's interesting that it's got that that he's got that capability to do the variants in there um there's one that I'm got put on to actually by a customer at the shop where oh. it's um D&D based audiobook but what happens is These guys have a new dungeon master that comes in and he's got these special dice. They take the dice and they roll it and they become the characters of the D&D. Nice. I I started listening to it when I was heading back from the city and it is, holy man, is it hilarious. I was laughing my ass off. And And the way that it's set up on Audible is it's collections. So I think it's books one through three and then four All through right. six. So you get like, it's a chunk. I think it's like 20 hours uh, for the, the collection.
0: It's still only one credit.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's, I really, <laughs> really like that. <laughs> Rugal. <laughs> oh. It's expensive. Yes.
0: It's a very yes. hard topic to make Could be worse, could be drugs. Huh.
1: yeah so you did uh yoga at your shop this week didn't you (laughs) oh
0: gosh um i have to say Since I participated in the yoga class, but I was still helping customers out. That's how slow it is at the store. Um, But like those two or three customers I helped, I think I was the most chill (laughs) I had ever been in helping a customer. I felt kind of bad though, because at one point the guy asks me for two packs of three pre-rolls and I go to the back and I realize when I come back out front, and I'm like, oh, shit. And I go back. So this guy only sees me going back and forth <laughs> without saying a fucking word. I'm like, my eyes are like teeny tiny. I'm all slow. He's probably thinking <clears throat> I smoked the best indica of my life. Meanwhile, I'm just like coming off a downward dog <laughs> pose.
1: You just bageled yourself and brought your blood pressure to the floor. <laughs> oh.
0: So, yeah. it. it was absolutely incredible it was so much fun she's giving another class this sunday um well she does it every second sunday depending on when this airs um and it's free for now because it's just her first classes she's just starting up trying to see if this is something she can do if it's something she enjoys
1: it's it's interesting to see how um like especially your shop i see a lot of different kind of mini events are almost the best way to describe them where it's just like here pop in we're doing this for this chunk of time and then jump back to normal after that which is interesting to see how it's going to affect um the style of customer that you're going to get at that point in time
0: See, the thing is the people who come in for the pop-ups are people that either already customers or they know the customers so it's all the same kind of people is it so it just maintains that heightened vibe Mm. you know like alisor who had her pop-up with her glass blowing yeah she had a couple of stuff that weren't cannabis related Mm. but she does have a couple of cannabis things and the thing is the people who come to shop at daikoku they don't necessarily want a big huge t-shirt that says you know i love weed Yeah. But they do appreciate the little stickers that I make that have a little bong on one of the tables, super discreet. Yeah,
1: it's got the the application with the discretion involved.
0: Exactly. So that's the kind of people who come in and that's the kind of people who come and do the pop-ups. Ooh, what are you drinking?
1: Green monkey. Have you tried these ones yet?
0: Amazing things about green monkey. Which one is that one and why is it so good?
1: This one's a tropical citrus, and this is the fourth can that I've bought. I've got that one and one other one of these ones in the fridge, and we just got the orange, I think it's yeah. orange passion fruit in. I haven't tried that one yet, and I like these. They're five grams of sugar in these cans. The whole can's oh, got good. five grams. It's, it tastes like carbonated juice. Perfect. Like, le- it's got the feel of, like, the juice. It's got a little bit more of that. I don't want to say syrupy feel, but it's got that heavier, denser, not that carbonated yeah. water. Almost like the Keeves, right? Where they feel like pop. They don't feel like carbonated water.
0: Fucking Keeves. I had my first orange Cush yesterday.
1: <laughs> D- you, you know what I mean by they feel I like pop, exactly right? I know
0: exactly what you mean.
1: These feel like juice.
0: Amazing. There's also sense and purpose that I kind of want to take a look at. I've been told that they're really good. It's it's such a hard, <laughs> especially beverages, because oh. you'll take that sip and you're like, mmm, smells good, tastes yeah. delicious at first. Oh my God, it's krakenicor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, these consistent flavors start to finish. Love like, I've, I've bought one of these and I've found that I sip on it. Like, I can guzzle it, but I find that I want to sip on it. It's got enough carbonate it's got enough carbonation that it fills your mouth with that juice kind of experience, but it's not like biting at your tongue. Like pop is, it's just kind of that light bubbly. It's the, the green monkeys. I don't know exactly how they managed to get this feel and that quality, but if it's the same across all their drinks, hands down, the juice approach, one of my favorite drinks.
0: Good to and know. I like
1: that three and six balance too, because it kind of leaves it open for everyone to dive into. that three milligrams of THC is not going to be crazy. You can function on the, during the day with it. If you are one of those people who have a little bit of a higher tolerance, or you're looking for that six milligrams of CBD to give you that ease and relaxation at the end of the day. And that three milligrams of THC. Well, if you keep it under the 10 milligrams, what lots of people don't realize is it's not going to be active THC, but it's going to be more of an easing relaxation. It's going to, be able to connect and have the affinity to affect all of your cannabinoid receptors evenly and not have extra. The extra is what gives you the high. So that's where 20 milligrams is usually enough. What's called an effective dose where it's like, okay, if you want to dive in to get high, 20 milligrams is where you should start. Which is one of the reasons why I don't understand why we didn't start with that. in like,
0: no, I, I'm going to be straight with you. I don't mind the fact that the doses are capped at 10 milligrams. I, I, I hate the fact that the packages are capped at 10 milligrams. That's where it doesn't make sense to me. That's where the nonsense yeah. is. I, and that, I agree with and you The DCE. The dried flower equivalencies are absolutely redonkulous. Like, three bath bombs is an ounce of weed. Yep. Because of how it weighs.
1: Yep. Because of how much cannabis it takes to to create the bath bomb,
0: and again, no one does not. It's all the baking powder that's heavy as shit, yeah. and you know well, it.
1: Well, but the thing is, is that when they're distilling the cannabis, yes. the amount of dried cannabis to create the distillate is probably equivalent to an ounce to produce the distillate for those three bath bombs at the at the strengths that's there. And for the distribution amongst it, because it wouldn't be just that straight syrup. You'd have to almost isolate it a little bit more, right? So you'd have that. Dude. There's the process to it. I have the, do I think it's outrageous? Absolutely. Do it's I see that a the numbers? The madness. Exactly. Do I see the justification behind that number? It's, it's a stretch, but I it's kind like I I'm willing to give it that devil's kind of, I don't even want to say half. It's, it gets the sliver. (laughs) So like it's enough so that when a customer is upset, I can go, okay, there's some reasoning behind it. So don't get mad at me.
0: So yes, but it's, I mean, stoners are math people. We have been calculating quarters and you know, I love it when people say this, half quarters fucking eighths. It's an eighth. One over eight, it's eighth. Um you know
1: Oh, I remember half hearing quarters. that the first time. I think.
0: People were like, "Oh, you're an East Coaster. You must have heard half quarters all the time." I'm like, "No, I used to buy by the ounce. What are you talking about? Most of your guy once a month, pet the bunny, say goodbye. That's it. That's all. That's not a euphemism. He actually had a pet bunny. Um, you know, it's just half quarter." <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: it is. Yeah, it's ridiculous the terminology in this. Oh. I'm just saying there's there's some way you can turn half quarter into a shirt or you have to there has to be Still some good. way that, that that needs to be turned into some sort of ridiculous shirt because like I understand the approach to that
0: but yeah sure you don't want a quarter you want a half of a quarter
1: it falls under the same methodology as 28 grams for 3 bath bombs <laughs> That's where my mind connects the two. (laughs) I literally
0: have blog posts about cannabis and math because half this shit does not make sense. No. It's, yeah. And only in Canada do we have metric half ounces at 15 grams instead of the 14 grams.
1: Well, it's like the the thirty grams. It's yes, like, it's like people are like, "Where would the thirty grams come from?" It's like, "Well, we we're we're deciding to use you get a, a gram a day. Ounce.
0: You get a gram a day, and you know what? Save up on February for all those months with thirty one. <laughs> Best of luck, buddy.
1: I, I I don't I don't.
0: Nobody does.
1: Like, and for me, I looked at it, I'm like, okay, the 30 grams. Eh. And I always quit before I understood that it's like, oh, it's the metric ounce and that kind of connection happened. It came from me from the medical side. I'm like, oh, well, it's because they're just doing five dried grams a day. That's how they, they split it on the me- And I never put it to, oh, well, that's a quarter. That's a half. That's a, and until I actually read it up and I'm like, oh, that, they- we're really using metric ounces here? When have, like, when in the history of ever has anybody been selling ounces at 30 grams? If they're doing that, they're probably losing money or they're not selling the weed because they're more expensive. <laughs> like
0: The quarter pounder outperforms the third of a pounder because people thought that they were getting less beef. Yeah. <sighs>
1: yeah. Quick math. Like the amount of customers that, well, it's also because cannabis doesn't help your mathing ability, But
0: <laughs> they buy something,
1: they get three quarters of the way out the store and then they stop dead in their tracks. Look yeah. down at the receipt and you can tell they're doing the math in their, their head. You can tell they're doing the math in their head to see if they got their change right. Yep. Yes, you got a dime back from a 20 when you bought something that's $19.50. Or $19.90, not 50 if you cents.
0: gave a dime back for $19.50, I'm, ha- I'm so having my I own don't math. blame them for checking. I, I'm having my own
1: <laughs> math problems here. And I can say mine is from lack of THC. This so
0: is
1: this is <laughs> but you got the online ordering set up at your shop now too
0: yes we can deliver My oh God. you have delivery like as well nice We have delivery as well we are yeah not driving a whole bunch <laughs> uh,
1: so that's an additional process on top of Um, the standard cannabis license within Alberta, just like it is with any cultivation process, right? How big of an issue was that process? Because when I saw you post that, I was like, okay, I'm definitely asking about this because I'm curious to see how big of a pain in the ass AGLC could make this transition into delivery. So Wednesday, two
0: weeks before March 8th, I got my call from the inspector saying, okay, we're starting to look into this now. And, you know, I sent an email on December 14th when we got the news from the AGLC that this was going to be possible. And not having heard anything for those two and a half months was stressful because we had zero, and I mean zero or we thought we had zero information or framework. Get the call and it's like, okay, this is what you have to do. And I had guessed a lot of the steps ahead of time based on what Alberta had already in place. But when we were doing, when we were passing the first inspection, one of the things that came up was you have to be compliant with this section of the retail handbook. And I look online at the retail handbook, which is publicly available. And I'm like, "Inspector Lady, the section isn't there." She's like, "Oh, let me check. Maybe it hasn't been updated yet, or maybe you you know you have a, an old link or whatever." And it's not there. So that framework was actually in the email we had received on December 14th as a Word doc. That is, yeah. So that is the information we had. Um, luckily, I had amazing, amazing, amazing tech partners. Um, and they've worked with me because they knew that I was a small business. They're called Dabber. Um, and it was like, as soon as I started telling them about the issue, about what I needed three weeks before March 8th, Their replies were, okay, well, I understand you don't know everything that's going on, but you know you need a hard age gate. This is something I'd been asking all my menu providers. And they were the first to kind of do something about that. And a hard age gate has to be the person has to come in store to get approved or verified. Oh. Or alternatively, we can use like my Alberta ID. But you would think Alberta ID would make the process available <laughs> for cannabis dispensaries because the government requested a hard age gate. No. Um, but it is something that my tech partners are looking into trying to get implemented and getting approved for that process.
1: Okay. That hard age gate, I the fact that you have to be ID approved changes my opinion on the delivery. Not... Yeah. Not drastically for where I'm located. I'm going no. to say that. I still don't think where I'm located, delivery is it going does to not be hugely make sense beneficial. make to
0: you? No, absolutely not.
1: I, but. like, where <laughs> you're located, it, it, someone should smack me upside the head if I said it doesn't make sense because that, where you are located is literally the perfect outlet to service
0: yes.
1: huge area. Like, it when, when I first pulled up to your shop and I found out where it, it was located, and it's like, oh, I, I completely understand the amount of traffic that gets driven there. Just the Costco alone. People go, local cannabis on their way out. Oh, right there. Like that. Well,
0: not just that. But now yeah. when they're waiting for gas at the Costco, we can deliver to them for free.
1: Exactly.
0: I mean, the Costco lineup these days for no reason whatsoever seems to be especially long. Yeah. You know, and it's just, but we found out. I found out March eighth. Even though the news had been out before, we'll be able to do events.
1: So hosting,
0: not hosting. Like say, um, if you have the Hemp Fest in Edmonton, and they want to have weed delivered to the location, I can do that.
1: Oh, nice! So the event could order to be able. So if they had their attendees
0: at the a... event can set up like the event can set up a spot for me to be able to deliver to attendee goers and I can deliver cannabis product to them
1: and then you could have your shop separate based table and drive them that's that is really cool
0: and that's completely that was unexpected like I was thinking I'd be able to deliver to weddings I was (gasps) definitely you know, that was my thought. I was like, okay, weddings, an adult event, bachelorette parties, you scan a QR code and that's how your age verified or, you know, figure something out for that. Yeah. But then they're like, oh no, you can do events too. Non-combustible, so no flour.
1: I, and that's the thing is...
0: Who the hell doesn't consume cannabis that doesn't smoke flour? Yeah, I know.
1: If, <laughs> well, is it just purely the events are non-combustible?
0: Clearly, the events are non-profit. So
1: I wonder if they have maybe a subsection for there if the event has a approved cannabis consumption lounge. Or not lounge, but the cat- because you can get the approval from the government to make the cannabis consumption. And within that, if the event has to apply for the approval for flour. If that's what it is and it's a price point, do I agree with it? Absolutely not. But do I understand it's how included they're approaching under the legislation. It? Mm-hmm. it? Like if it's included under the legislation and that's how they're regulating who gets it. Yeah. I understand if you're charging people extra money to be able to bring flour to that event. Dry prophylactic is what should be inserted. <laughs> like I'm, I'm bad for like, if you're hurting okay. the people trying to put on those events, you're not hurting Anybody but the people trying to go to those events.
0: That's it. But still, like, I can understand for, like, music festivals and stuff like that, why they'd want to not have concerts. Absolutely. And, you know, it makes sense. It's like when I went to um, 90s Nostalgia in Calgary last, this summer, you know, there were six alcohol booths. It would have been really nice to be able to, have a cannabis drink because i do not like crossfading sorry not my thing been there done that was not fun grew out of it
1: yeah it's (laughs) well and for me when the only real like major festival that i went to was sasquatch down in washington state washington state and that was just if you wanted you sparked up wherever whenever Nobody stopped you, it. but it's because it's en masse. It's like, okay, we've got all these people contained here. They're drink there, it's it's open liquor everywhere within there. I
0: mean, that's right, crazy. and it's
1: the US versus Canada. There's a little bit of a different, which is it's, it's so, so
0: weird because federally, federally schedule <laughs> one. No, not just federally illegal. This is not no, it's not like heroin, which is schedule two. No, 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 no medical no, this purpose is- for heroin. What is the medical purpose for heroin? Everybody, y'all! My hey. mom, my mom, when I asked her doctor, can we give her cannabis for her symptoms? He said no, and then he goes and prescribes fentanyl.
1: Yep. Well, there's still liquid cocaine at hospitals, so...
0: Just, this is normal. Just
1: put that out there.
0: This is Medicinal normal. Liquid
1: cocaine. That's just,
0: it's crazy, man. We've demonized this so much that now some people have raised it to, like, the panacea to all the world's problems. Mm -hmm. And it's like, dude, it's a plant. (laughs) Like, chill the fuck out. We're already stretching, stressing those poor virgins so much that we're making them produce 30% THC. Can we please lay back a bit?
1: Yeah, just, it's ridiculous. (laughs)
0: Here's some CBD toilet paper, (laughs) y'all.
1: Yeah, little little hemp wipe, and we'll uh, we'll get you set up. Down. Certain people needs a little seeds and stems involved in it for that extra grit, but oh good.
0: (laughs) Oh, that was not pleasant. Thanks for that. I hate it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A whole new meaning to seeds and stems. (laughs) Uh oh. oh. I, I keep I try and keep my humor to about 25% of what EMS humor is. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, What EMS sees, I really appreciate oh, that. I'm so yeah. like, oh, that's only 25% though. I would have expected that to be closer to the five percent.
1: Oh no, that I, I keep I kept I gotta keep it somewhat in check. <laughs> The jokes are evenly distributed, but eh, they if they're taken out of context, they're out of context.
0: <laughs> Speaking of out of context um, medical terms, I am really looking forward to seeing cannabis suppositories on the market.
1: Yes. one I've been seeing a lot of stuff pop up on there. For- and like...
0: As a business professional, that is never something I thought I would say in the context of a business conversation. And it's amazing.
1: I I saw that and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to have a fun day trying to explain how this works. Like, doesn't bother me at all. Like, I've had had colostomy bags blow on me mid-trip and had to smell that for an hour and 45 minutes. Talking about a suppository does not bother me at all.
0: Nope, that's a fairly easy conversation, like, all things considered.
1: And if the person's coming in and they, one, they're either going to laugh at it real quick if you tell them what's happening with it, or they know exactly what they're coming in for.
0: And exactly. if they know exactly
1: what they're coming in for, they may be embarrassed, they may be shy, but they're not going to be, like, it, or they're not going to make a joke out of it. They're going to exactly. listen to what's being said, and then... Move from there. And then there's going to be the people who think it's funny. Okay.
0: There's always going to be that little giggle.
1: Well, exactly.
0: We're all children deep down.
1: And for me, (laughs) when they first come on the market, the first thing you should do is make an absolute outrageous display showcasing how outrageous it is. Get the jokes out right at the get-go, and then you're good. Like, for me, it's okay, let's laugh about it for two weeks, and then everyone's got their laugh out.
0: I'm thinking I'm going to need to have a big peach at the store. I think that's the best way to approach it.
1: <laughs> you get one of those life-size shack bottles. Not so big. <laughs> that would be my approach to it. Not so I bad, it. is it? Not so Not bad. Not so is bad, it? is it? <laughs> <laughs> and you'd have to get the life-size shack one just to show how preposterous you can have fun with it.
0: But we can't. We can't have celebrity endorsements. Oh. <laughs> well,
1: what the thing is, is would he it? want to be endorsing
0: it I don't know
1: we're giving How's you
0: perfect floor doing we 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 we're trying to give you
1: size reference it'd be more appropriate
0: use a banana for scale <laughs> everybody uses a banana for scale
1: man uh, yeah I was just going to say it'd be more inappropriate if we hooked it to the belt loop <laughs> oh my god oh yeah it go from dark to where did that come from real quick
0: <laughs> well i mean if we're still talking about suppositories
1: <laughs> not that far it's just around the corner y'all remember milk milk lemonade right <laughs> Oh. oh on that oh. note apparently my references are on par today <laughs> holy man oh
0: god so I mean, you saying this is a podcast and not just a conversation because this is a blast this is amazing
1: well th- this is just really relax. this is really just the approach that I want to do with it right because I love it we like we've talked about suppositories we've talked about the de- and that's the thing is with these conversations if you have the jokes in the lab the people that are listening in are gonna feel like they're a part of the conversation right
0: and they are like, and I would exactly. love for people to be commenting and asking questions in the on the video and I would'll le- exactly. you know I'll try and show up and answer that if I can
1: well and if, if we get a bunch of them we'll just hop <gasps> back on and do another one right like it's it's oh, as, yay! it's as easy like I've if you guys have a real interest in one guest and you guys really have that? no issues i I would love to have people on multiple times because then we can either dive into conversations that we touched on we can get more research on it and then really go deep or we can just have another fun conversation like this right like it's it's well, just I mean, meant more for information knows? to be passed right
0: If we talk in another month there'll be like another fifty new products we can geek oh, out about
1: exactly or there's that adjustment with delivery or there like there's so many consistently new things that are coming on this market that
0: never dull moment it's,
1: exactly it's endless opportunities to learn and develop and the best way that i learn is through listening to conversations like this and then it's like oh they're talking about that but they didn't really dive into it that okay that's bugging me let's go and learn about this and then i go into a wormhole and i spend 4 5 6 hours over oh two or three God, days, and I've learned something, and oh, it's huge. So
0: oh, exactly. what You mean
1: right? And that's and that's kind of the the purpose of these podcasts is that's to kind of exactly be that be that entry into that that rabbit hole. If you find something that you're interested, in, whether it's cannabis or not, but you're learning about it. I I love, it, talking, my job's I love done. talking
0: about anime. So if anybody wants anime <laughs> recommendations, I'm your girl.
1: Oh, yeah, I've been... Oh, I crushed Sword Art Online. Just watched the new season of that too when it got released. It's good. I like it. Is
0: there, I thought it got weird after the cousin thing.
1: It's... Yeah, it's one and of those... that's
0: season one. That's I know it's still season one, but that's kind of like where I got like...
1: It's... Yeah, Sword <laughs> Short, Short Art Online is one of those ones where you either... Dive right into it, or you don't. And for me, that like that video game appeal.
0: Okay, so I am telling you, you are gonna adore lit RPG as a genre. Oh, yeah. It's all isekai. It's all like online (laughs) games and stuff. You're gonna love that genre.
1: Yeah, it's what that sounds like is an absolute time consumer. (laughs) Does the time suck? That's It's not necessarily a bad thing. Well, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's one of those ones where it's like, yeah, I'm too big to play my games. Let's watch this.
0: You know what? Speaking of books, actually, something I want to bring in, there is an author in the US who has written The Adventures of the Great Niblinsky, J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah. And I want to bring his book to the store because his characters use the sacred herb during their quest.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: And the author confirmed that every once in a while they do vision quests with shrooms so i am like i have to pick this book up
1: oh it's it's interesting to see how like the references that previously were coming Mm -hmm. up and involved in the industry and other industries like the books the movies and stuff where you're like oh i think that's what they're talking about people are coming out now and I'm curious to see how many of them are doing the nod where it's like, okay, we're going to get a second wave of interest on this. And then that, there's other people are like they're doing the nod, and you're like, "Oh yeah, you're you were hitting the stoner's up 100%." You, you. This was you, for us. You.
0: <laughs> if you've never played the game Journey, that is a game to play I've, while in an elevated state.
1: I've got it on my PlayStation. I just have yet to start it up and play it. It it looks amazing. I definitely am thinking of a planet.
0: And like, make sure you have either the earphones on. You really want to enjoy that music. Oh,
1: I've got, I've got my uh, my Bluetooth headphones. They're good. I'm looking forward to to trying that one out. I'll definitely have to push that one up on the list of two tries. Oh, what what are you playing right now? Like, do you have something that you're working on right now?
0: Oxygen not included. So, if you know, I've, the... I've heard that
1: one is that the catherine full body similar kind of
0: it's so if you know uh don't starve it's made by the same company it's a resource management game effectively you're out in space
1: okay yeah now i know
0: so they're like it's an ai that is more stupid than the sims (laughs) and you have to keep these idiots alive oh fuck do they fight you every step of the way and you know whatever
1: so keep describing it i'm just having some flickering i've got to check my wi-fi (laughs) hub i can still hear you i've got my headphones on so we're good i do not
0: think people want to hear me stress out about oxygen not included though. (laughs) instead why don't i talk about the miniatures i do in store while you go figure out that flickering yeah
1: because the flickering is going to be solved in like two minutes Okay, I'll be right
0: back. So, for people who don't know this, actually, at my store, I have miniature dioramas where I showcase, you know, what Daikoku would be if we were in an alternate universe. So one of the first ones I did was a greenhouse, um, and that was actually because I glued it wrong, and I had to remove all the pieces after having built it for that first time that's when i started customizing them and so now every single one of the dioramas will have a minimum of five cannabis references i like to call them references because i'm nerdy like that and i love just having people try to find them so it'll be a joint it'll be a pipe i made out of polymer clay it'll be bongs i've recently gotten into um, uv resin so i've been making resin bongs, which is all kind of cool. And I'm actually thinking of making those as little earrings too, when we're going to be allowed to sell swag. And cool. these were made, these were made by fellow podcasters, Adriana and Adam from the Corner Chronics.
1: Oh, they've got some pretty cool content that they've been putting out. I enjoy checking their stuff yep. out from time to time. It's, and they helped host the, uh, ETA. The yeah. I didn't get, I was, oh. I, I'm, Thir- that's the one thing. As I see the VTAs on Thursdays, I'm like, it's stock day and I work every Thursday. Like, so I miss the VTAs. I, 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 I
0: was ironing out a couple of stupid delivery issues and I missed it again yesterday. And I'm like, I have to watch the recording.
1: Yeah. So I...
0: Luckily life is recorded.
1: Yeah. I Once I get... Because <laughs> I'm currently in the process of moving... Um, like I had just a table set up with a little desk for where my recording was. And now I'm actually moving over and I'm going to have a full studio in here. So this, this podcast, um, and maybe one more will be recorded using the green screen. I'm actually over in the other room already. Uh, but once I get everything set up, I'll have like a full RG, RGB, light set up in the background. You can, I've got the one RGB going right now. I've got a, a, a head. Woo. And it's got the highly Dutch. Hat highly Dutch. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have this whole set up oh, and then we'll be able to drop the green. I bought the green screen, get to get everything going. And then we'll drop the green screen and pull it out. And then we'll have a full set up there. So oh
0: my God, that's once I get
1: work. that set up, I'm uh, I want to try and get involved with them to maybe incorporate, because I'm getting a lot of feedback from the bud tenders at the tasting and how I'm doing maybe incorporate that into a BTA um, burn you and did. learn with them, right? Like take a take a genetic that I haven't tried yet and literally run through a full one-hitter read review with them right there, right?
0: Oh my God, that would be so epic.
1: Because I, I and have that conversation and have people hop on and then we could maybe and get- get
0: the bud tenders to understand how to open a container because it's not just open it, you sniff it and you're done. And you go over that.
1: Exactly. I and love it, that. And that's, and that's a, and then if people have certain details or if they're using it, if they're smoking along and they're using a different device, we can talk about the variants. Like I could sit there and do a a four hour review with different bud tenders talking about it. And I would love to get that organized. And I, I want it to, and I'm reaching out to BTA and I'm going to definitely get that organized. I just want to get this set up. And this has been
0: three days. You want to do one thing at a time. What's wrong with you getting shit done?
1: (laughs) well the thing is i'm like oh i was gonna get all of next week's content recorded it's still (laughs) sitting in my to be reviewed it's thursday or it's friday today i work tonight an eight-hour shift tomorrow an eight-hour shift and i work nine hours on sunday ah i'm gonna be recording to hopefully get things up for monday oh and i've got a five-hour opening shift on monday so (laughs) she gonna be busy and then getting the studio organized on top of it but once it's done I know that I'm gonna be able to just relax and enjoy of
0: course you will and relaxing I'll see the day
1: oh it'll be good I'm and I'm trying to the and I'm and Instagram's been quiet because I'm trying not to like give away too much of it so Mm -hmm. it's like I want to post more on Instagram but
0: (laughs) I know only do
1: so much
0: you got to self care man
1: oh it's uh, <laughs> doing this like this is more of the kind of relaxed enjoyable side of it because it's just sitting back and having that conversation there's other guests that I'd have on where I would be in a totally different headspace just because it's a different type of conversation right like it's it's more technical where Like the one that I had with Demir, it was a lot more like focused. sit down. Like if you're listening to that one, it's not a casual list. It's heavy. It's a lot of back and forth. Yeah. And then with Sweet Mary. You and I
0: had discussed ahead of time and we're like, we're going to keep this episode nice and light. And I love that.
1: Well, and with the bud tenders and the store owners and people that are more direct to consumer, that's the approach that works better because... I'm more interested in visiting with you, learning about you, learning about how you tell your story or you tell the story of the cannabis to the consumer. And the way I do that is by having a conversation with you, right? And that's and that's I mean, that's what's interesting, right?
0: What you and I just had, is like another conversation I would have had. We could have had this across the counter at my store or at Boreal.
1: Exactly. And that's like what's amazing about it. It's the... And, the beauty and, of the industry exactly and the the approach that i take where i'm having conversations with you guys is the same way that i have um conversations with my consumers or consumers my customers or anybody along those lines this is this that the same custoners. way i ask questions. like custoners. it's just customers, exactly customers they they're the 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 way i approach it is the exact same way if i don't understand things or if there's a question i just ask it straight up right? it's like, that simple it's, I'm not going to get the answer if I don't ask the question. <laughs> like,
0: but it's true.
1: Like, and, and I know that confidence and what I call the skeleton of my approach comes from EMS and having that, when I walk into the door, I've, it, if you worked with me, you would hear the same, probably 20 things in that first five minutes of the exchange between me and my patient. Yeah. Why? Because it's a routine. And because until I hear something that makes me go, Oh, that's not good. I need to break routine. I stay on routine. Like, Hey, I I can, I could probably still walk into a room today and go off of that mantra. And it's been almost six years. It's been, yeah. Six years almost since I've ran a call. Like,
0: but that's how we're trained.
1: Repetition, repetition, repetition creates like it creates ingrained.
0: it's why you have to learn how to open that container every single time. You have to appreciate, you have to learn, you know, do that field test. Don't be afraid to touch your bud. Don't touch other people's bud without asking their permission, though. That's rude. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that, that nug reach.
0: Oh! <laughs>
1: <laughs> the only time but that it my does-
0: dog. Don't touch my pregnant belly. Don't fucking touch my weed. Like, what the hell, man?
1: The only time that that doesn't bother me is if they reach across and they grab the stem. And there's like a stem that sticks out where you get that little bit. If I see that and I can see somebody appreciating no. that.
0: No. It doesn't no. You bother ask me ask so permission much. first. Consent, consent, consent.
1: <laughs> well... I guess I'm only—I guess I'm smoking with people who I want to hang out with, so I
0: guess so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've got that pre-labeled consent. Oh yeah, we're hanging out, so. <laughs> uh. <Sorry.
0: laughs>
1: we both have our little tangents. It's what happens. It's—it's it's the calluses of the previous industries. <laughs>
0: Career. Just give
1: us a chance. Uh, Well, that's, that's the biggest thing with the cannabis industry is everyone's got that, well, not everyone because you just have a huge generation of younger bud tenders and I would have fallen into that um, group if I didn't dive right into working heavy and only having worked like, like, lifeguard, EMS, like everything was heavy responsibility jobs from a young age. So uh, when I got into it, I just kind of took the role as there where if like the college and not having necessarily that full-time work experience, you're seeing a repercussion of that for one. And you're seeing a lack of like bud tenders staying in certain spots. Like you're seeing a lot of movement within the bud tenders. And I'm curious how much that younger generation with that lack of work experience is playing a factor into that butt tender movement, or if it's the Mm -hmm. shops that are causing.
0: I would say I've had older employees, like employees my age, older than that. I've had younger employees. Our problem has never been retention, not once. And, you know, when we had to lay people off because the store is not doing too well, It was, they felt sorry for us, you know? So, no, I think retail environments can be very toxic. And the thing is, if the cannabis exchange is transactional, it's just a retail experience. Yeah. Stores where there's people like you and me, people who kind of see maybe the secondary reasons why people are coming in and while we may not talk about them, people talk to us, they share with us, they know we're listening. And when a younger bud tender comes into an environment like that and they see how, you know, the more established bud tenders treat their customers, they understand that it's not just a retail job.
1: Yeah. Well, and the... Like for me, I always approach it to how the customer approaches it. The customer's coming in and it's a retail transaction. That's fine, not, man. You
0: know what you want. You're going to exactly. pick up that tweed. I'm not going to pass judgment. Well, maybe a little, but you're going to get in and out and that's it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to respect the fact that you know what you want. It's the same yeah. with the people who want the high THC. They're not going to change. They know what they like. I can respect the fact that you know what you like and you, you're coming in to get the job done and leave. That's what I'm like when I'm going into my own store when I'm not working. It's in and it's out because I'm there to grab something because I'm busy doing something else. Like, I grab, I buy 99% of what I'm there while I'm working because I don't want to come back to work on my day off. That's right. So, and it's... Then we've got the customers who... They understand that cannabis is... You're not selling a bud. You're selling a story.
0: You're selling an experience.
1: Exactly. The story behind the cannabis or... The experience of, and that's and for me, especially when I first started, I f- felt like a sense of guilt when I would what what people call upselling.
0: Yeah. When it when all it
1: was was just hey, if you like this, take a look at this one next time, this one next time, this one next time. This will give you these effects. This will give you these effects. This will give you these effects. What um, thing you enjoy the most out of this product you're getting?
0: You're this would be your 100%. next estimation.
1: Yeah. And what they do is, oh well, I'll just get all four then and see which one I like the most. I would feel guilt. I would feel. I would feel a, a slight oh sense God, of guilt next time. I, Because and I changed my tactics, so I started doing that after people bought would buy their stuff, yes. finish buying.
0: Then we sti- talk about it. Yes,
1: they would still come back and make a second purchase.
0: Right then and there. That's yeah, not, and it's just
1: I, next it, it, Like, and it's. And it, I'm not actively trying to do this because I know you're coming back tomorrow for more weed.
0: This is not like an This is just, I know you like this, therefore you will like yeah. this. You know, so, if I forget to mention it tomorrow, because sometimes my mind's space is or I'm, working, or, or I'm not
1: working. Like, or I'm not working. And it's just here. These are three things I picked up when smoking this. Take the time and try and pick this up and appreciate the weed. Because you're blowing through three and a half grams to seven grams a day yeah. let me try to help you just if you can tap her back just slightly you'll be realizing oh I can tap her back even more and like I can Sometimes. smoke one or two bowls over a six hour period and feel the high for the six hour period now am I lifted and elevated and just no I get about 15 20 minutes of that but I'm medicated for the six hours I have the beneficial effects. I have my peak and then I have my medicated kind of plateau. And then I can feel it starting to wear off at about two hours usually.
0: Yep. But I feel that you kind of have to train yourself to spot that. You have to trick. And that's the thing. If you're just toking all day long without really taking a couple of minutes to breathe or to stand up and walk around a little, it's super easy to just keep toking and toking and toking and just
1: then stand up and your knees be and, weak
0: you know but at the same time while you're in it you're like oh i don't feel high mm-hmm. or at the same time you know you pick up a highly energizing highly functional sativa and you're like oh i don't feel high but at the same time you have so much THC running through your body that if you were to bleed you'd be green
1: yeah or you get up <laughs> and you start doing something and all of a sudden you're like holy shit right or like the body all of a sudden
0: You've done all the laundry in your house, you vacuumed, you folded all your laundry, but you don't feel high. Well, no, you did. Yeah,
1: you got big. <laughs> you,
0: you got, got productive. You got, the sati- you got that kind of sativa. you got that those terpenes that put you in that place. But that's why I... it's important to know how you want to consume.
1: It, well, exactly, and, and how you consume is going to affect the terpenes that are delivered and the amount of terpenes that are delivered. <sighs>
0: I discovered recently farsenine only boils at 500 degrees so literally to get all the flavor of that apple kind of pear kind of quince flavor you have to burn it.
1: Yep like the Dynavap yep. here that I use that's there part you of go. the reason why that carefully when yeah. there's farsenine involved at that high level you get more wood and less pepper Carefullyne is one of the highest boiling based terpenes. Farnesene is one of the few that'll battle with it. And it yep. and it really depends on the amount of ferrosinine will depend on whether careyflene boils at a higher rate or farnesene boils at a higher rate. Density plays a huge factor with farnesene and its temperature.
0: That's something that like we realize oh. until we start doing those multiple tests and doing those multiple consumption oh. methods.
1: And once once we have a basis of how it reacts we can then start theorizing
0: right mm-hmm. like
1: for me cannabis theory oh, i like the way i talk the way i get into it i've had one or two people mention yeah it seems like you'd be interested in cannabis theory yeah no no i i, I could sit here like the, um theory-based physics i'm all in that why because it's an endless open thought you can just go well what about this Oh, well, that doesn't work. Well, what about this? Well, that doesn't work. Well, what about this? And you just work your way down the line. Right? Cannabis theory is right in that same wheelhouse, and it's so interesting.
0: Especially when you consider, like, we isolated THC in 1964. We discovered the endocannabinoid system in 1990. I mean, that's a long time in medical circles to have isolated something that reacts with effectively our whole body and to realize that it discuss- it messes with the yeah. whole body
1: something that helps regulate like receptors and actual um, um oh, of course i'm having a i was going so good and then we just hit the you wall you were i'm
0: sorry <laughs> it's uh, all good um okay so the, we're talking the about the receptors, receptors and, and the um modulators
1: um the ducts and the actual production of um the cannabinoids
0: in your body no the, uh
1: the endorphins the endor- ah, the endorph- yes the endorphin and just and chemical balances Ex- yeah, yeah. The,
0: because it it impacts both
1: exactly let's just go with chemical because i can't let's think of that. the actual <laughs> it'll come okay. to me as soon as i do but
0: dopamine Do- serotonin and endorphins
1: yeah. yeah exactly your your endorphin and your just your chemical balance your, the endocannabinoid system has a huge effect on how each of those are perceived activated uptaken utilized and then recycled because the thing is that all of these were not just use and burn it's recycled into another molecule or another piece mm-hmm. that your body can either utilize to recreate what you're having or to create something else.
0: Well, I mean, if you just look at combustion versus ingestion, you're not creating the same THC molecule. You're creating a THC. I think it's 11. When yeah, it 11 goes hydroxy
1: through- THC. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. The first pass through the liver when you're when it's digesting it and it's actually affecting effectively transitioning it into that 11 hydroxy THE, which has oh i can't remember the times but it's something ridiculous like yeah. I, it's dual dual digits five more than uh, ten.
0: five to, is it more than, it's, I, I think it's five. Five,
1: five to 12 like there's a range i think okay yeah is. that
0: makes sense um and that's why some edibles will hit some people like a mofo and other edib- and other people, because they can't digest the molecule at all. So why are you drinking it? Oh, because it's nano emulsion. So
1: the CBD base, I'm fine. The THC is fine. I get the medicated effect. I do not get, like, edibles. I have had up to, what was it? seven seven 760 milligrams and I haven't felt the thing. Yeah. So, like...
0: But you still get the THC. You still sleep, but... but-
1: i get the ben i get the ben the metadis the medicinal benefits but i don't get the 11 hydroxy thc psychoactive experience now
0: the what penny a, capsules
1: a, a, i'm interested to see how those are going to work because they're the oil because have you had those in your shop yet the penny we, capsules we
0: sell out all the time
1: okay yeah so i'm interested to see what those are going to be like i'm thinking well, i might we, just
0: drop start a with 250 so yeah well, and that's what's super convenient about the penny capsule. And a lot of people who come in and asking for edibles, I'll usually switch the page over to the sublingual strips or the caps.
1: Because you're,
0: you're not going to fucking get high on edibles. I'm sorry. You're going to get a buzz. Maybe. The wabi-sabi full specs. You'll have something going for a couple of hours.
1: The wanas do really well at our shop. and And a lot of people enjoy them.
0: We are probably the one store in all of Alberta that doesn't carry wana. And that's because I hate the texture.
1: I completely understand. Have you tried the chews gummies? Talking about tech? Do you like those more or less? Less?
0: Less. I hate the little, like wh- I test two ways when I test edibles. Mm-hmm. One is I test by chewing a little and the other, I chew more. And the chews, when you chew too much, it becomes little tiny cubes on your tongue.
1: Really, I I found it got almost like a like a taffy kind, like it got stretchy and taffy when I was oh, I chewing on it. And I I like that, where it's almost kind of a melt. But it's one of those ones where you either like the quality of that gummy or you don't. Yeah. And if you don't like the Juana's, that's why I was curious about the yeah. two because similar, <laughs> the but similar, yeah. slightly different.
0: Yeah, but I, that wine gummy texture, I prefer the more gelatiny y gummies. Yeah, so I feel, I, I feel bad because beef is not necessarily the most eco-friendly, <laughs> you know, way to produce gelatin. But I do appreciate the fact yeah. that the Dinah tribes and the sun showers do use beef gelatin, so they're mm-hmm. kosher um, um, and halal uh but like for the vegan gummies the ones that I do I do find pocket five has done a pretty decent job on the vegan gummies especially the cola there I was I, pretty pleased
1: I don't mind those gummies I, like, I okay. wouldn't say they're top quality but they're like they're enjoyable like they're not something that I would go out of my way to pick up the best gummies on the market for me are the spinach sours for quality really? and for flavor I've found that they've been the most consistent
0: I find it so weird having two flavors on one gummy.
1: Yeah, that's that's the one. The one thing that I, like it would be nice to see single flavors, but their CBG ones are good. If you haven't tried those, oh, they're they to know. Pack, they've got a two pack of CBG, and I think it's pineapple starfruit is the flavor for it. It's starfruit for sure. It is really nice.
0: Good really, know. really nice.
1: And they're CBG heavy, which is something different.
0: CBG is such a huge thing the mother cannabinoid kind of bigger all I mean how could it yeah. not be a big thing
1: well CBG um, and CBN they're I with the amount of consumers that are going for sleep I would like to see CBN take the market the CBN dosi and purple punch cross uh vape from northbound is really and- nice
0: And if you don't enjoy THC, they also just released a CBD CBN one. Oh, really? Yes. Nice.
1: That is really nice. Some
0: people, some people actually do get a little bit of that tummy, upset tumminess when they mix CBN with THC, which they don't get with CBD because CBD helps as the anti nausea. Uh, so that's definitely something to be looking forward to. I, am, you're bringing them in. I am stoked. Um, actually, what I was going to talk about is the hot sauce. Have you picked up the habanero pineapple hot sauce? Yep. What are your thoughts on it? You don't look overly excited. Okay. Oh my god. So
1: the quality of the hot sauce is great. Yep. They paired up with an amazing company. Mm. I could wipe my ass with the heat. It is not hot enough. It is nowhere near hot enough for me. But
0: it's a proper habanero. It's one of the few proper habanero hot sauces in the market. Infused or not.
1: Like it's it like but that's the thing, is it's a good quality. I'm not I'm not gonna complain about the quality of the hot sauce. You
0: want it you want it spicy? I would
1: just I would just go with their hotter option.
0: Okay, fair enough. That's that's the
1: that is my only complaint about it, is a hotter option.
0: That is fair. I can, you know, I can see some people loving the ghost peppers. Well, not necessarily
1: ghost pepper, (laughs) just let's, 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 we're at about a two. Let's put it at about a three. Three or a four so that you can. So
0: we're almost there. So it's fairly doable in the future when they release a new line that maybe isn't pineapple flavored.
1: Well, exactly. If they put just a, (laughs) if they just put a pure habanero out there, that'd be fine. Or even just a really good good tobacco where it's like the tabasco i mean where it's got that really hearty bite that wouldn't be bad right like where you can because with the pineapple i mixed it into um some shepherd's pie that i made and it oh, gave yeah. it like it was good i got a little bit of that sweet but the the, the heat, heat from was it was just like bit... like crack black pe- crack pe- black pepper that's all it really gave me for spice
0: what I did it with, what I paired it with was a Mexican rice, a Spanish rice. That'd be good. And so I already had a little bit of chili foundation in mm-hmm. there and it just kind of like went and picked that up.
1: Yeah. I, and that's, that's what I think it'd be better for like, because I got asked, would it work good in, in wings? I was like, well, if you took that and you added it to your sauce, like you had a separate sauce, you add that 10 milligrams and then the entire batch of wings was 10 milligrams that would be the way I suggest doing it. Not trying to yeah. make single wings with those because no. you would get one wing. Yes. Maybe two. No,
0: for sure. No. But, um, definitely a good mix with buttermilk, though. Use the buttermilk to tenderize.
1: That would be a good combination, yeah. And then
0: the hmm. hot peppers will go
1: in there. That's... That is actually a great way for us to wrap this up. I've got a shift starting in half hour, so... We'll go. I will let Um, you
0: go. Have fun. Thank you so much. This was amazing.